Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the How to Sleep podcast. This week you'll learn more about the common misconceptions of relaxation in the evening, mistakes that people make, how this links to your sleep issue and some action steps that you can take away. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. So I was thinking the other day about how subtle some of the changes that I made to improve my sleep issue actually were. And when I think about how I choose to relax now in the evenings, this is a great example. So I thought this would be a good topic to talk about this week. And it follows on from last week's episode where I was talking about what an adult sleep coach is and and how we help. Because often a key part of what we do is to highlight to clients some very simple changes that they can make or explain how to apply a tip that they previously tried and failed to implement in a different way which makes it actually work. So when we think of relaxation in the evening if you're like me there tends to be some common things that come to mind. There's a sofa or a comfy chair involved sitting around lying around. There's normally some media so probably tv or phone tablet maybe listen to music maybe there's food and drink and if you have kids like me perhaps they've gone to bed at this point and evening is more adult orientated so sometimes it can be time for more serious adult discussions. Now to our conscious brain this all sounds nice and relaxing and I know there'll be many of you who fully believe that you are relaxing in the evening but what your conscious brain thinks is relaxing and what the parts of your brain that are responsible for sleep is receiving can be two totally different things and I didn't know any of this um, until I started to research sleep a bit more which is why I think it's really interesting to to, um, come to this episode and talk about this. So this is why some of you are getting to the end of your relaxing evening which is relaxing in your mind but you're still not sleepy at all and you lie in bed and it takes you ages to get to sleep. So in order to give you some tangible examples I want to pick out just three points and talk about these in more depth. So firstly, when I think about the summary of a typical evening, what strikes me is it normally involves predominantly physical relaxation rather than mental relaxation. Now I talked all about mental energy and the impact of draining our mental energy in the episode, I think it was um, how to cope with being tired. So if you haven't listened to that one, you may want to go back and listen because that explains the concept of this in more detail. Now to prepare for sleep, our brains need to receive the cue that we've switched from the daytime to the evening time. If we relax and reduce physical activity in the evening, that is is of course helpful. But what if we're still using our mind at the same pace as we've been doing all day? So what if we're internet shopping, watching psychological thrillers, like having a conversation with our partner about our finances, or how we're going to manage the logistics of attending our friend's wedding, you know, and this debate goes all around the house and gets really heated. So a lot of what we tend to do in the evening still involves a lot of mental gymnastics if we're not careful and the signal that that is sending to the parts of our brain that control sleep can be 
it's not the time to get ready for sleep. I need to keep going. I'm still working at full mental pace. So that's the first thing you may want to think about as an action step. Are you physically relaxing, but not mentally relaxing? And if so, how can you change that? The second thing I notice is that if we're not doing mental gymnastics, we're indulging in mental distraction. So the type of things like watching random TV that's not intense, but it definitely just has the aim of distracting us off onto some other topic and away from our lives or worries or what's going on in the day. Or it could be, you know, internet window shopping or randomly Googling or games or social media or YouTube or anything like this. And we all love to do something along these lines. Like it's such a cultural norm now to start just diverting off onto this random stuff. But again, like I said in the episode where I talk about preserving mental energy, while this may appear on the face of it to be relaxing, we might even feel consciously like it's relaxing. But for our brains, unfortunately, it's still heavy brain processing and that will run down our mental batteries quicker and can, again, increase the risk that the parts of the brain responsible for sleep and getting ready for sleep will not get the message that we're gearing down. The analogy here would be, and maybe this is going to be helpful for you to think about how the evening works. So I'm talking about there's the daytime, there's the nighttime, and then there's the evening, which is which is the bit in between. So the analogy here would be when you do intensive exercise, you're supposed to have a cool down session before completely stopping. So your body doesn't want to go from intense exercise to complete stop. So that's why we have a cool down. It's the same for your brain in the evening. It doesn't want to go from intense brain processing. In fact, it really struggles to go from intense brain processing like we do in the day all the way up to the last second of the evening and then lie down in bed. And now you want it to completely turn off. It's too much. It's too much of a contrast. So your evening, if it helps you to think about it in this way, is the equivalent of your exercise cool down session. You want to transition from heavy brain processing in the day to a quiet mind at night. And the evening is, you know, that part where it wants to be somewhere in between. So, you know, like a chance for your mind to start to clear down and get quiet. And so many of us just never practice this skill of getting our mind quiet. So here's the key point about this Distracting your mind off onto another activity, which still requires heavy brain processing, even if it feels kind of different and relaxing, is absolutely not the same, unfortunately, as settling your thoughts down, taking your thoughts and your mind down a notch and starting to get quiet in your own head in preparation for bed. And also linked to this point, ideally your evening includes some opportunity for your brain to have time for reflection or consolidation of what's happened in the day. Some scientists are really convinced that we need opportunities to do this, that we were built to have these 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 um, these gaps in our thinking and brain processing in order to have this reflection time. And before 24-7 technology was in our hands in our pockets all the time we would have just had these natural opportunities to reflect during the day when we when we stopped doing stuff and in the evening um you know when we were sort of calming down but nowadays we almost never give our brain space to do this at any time of the day or the evening we're constantly um filling our time with these distractions and unfortunately what i found to be true was when you don't allow your mind the time and space and practice to do this in the daytime guess what it does all this reflection and analysis in the nighttime instead because that's the only time 
when your mind is actually has the opportunity to be quiet and then you get stuck and you can't figure out how to stop you know this this overthinking and you become at the mercy of all these thoughts coming in instead of being sort of in control of the situation now I haven't even mentioned TV and screens in the context of blue light but most of you have read all those tips so of course there is that factor as well um I won't go into this now. I've got another episode on mobile phones. You can listen to that in relation to this too, but that's a kind of other added layer. The third thing I notice is that many of us continue to eat and drink throughout the evening. Like we're grazing, we're stimulating our digestive system well after it's gone dark. And again, aside from the fact that I could get into like more specific detail on like literally the specifics of what you're eating and drinking and how these different substances can affect your sleep. But just overall, on a general level, I'm talking today, here's another action step. Think about this. If you're eating well into the evening, what signal is this sending to your brain about where you are in terms of evening relaxation, in terms of this transition? You know, are you getting ready for sleep or are you refueling and stimulating your body ready for action? Okay, so in summary, I wanted to unpick the concept of a typical evening a little bit, an evening that many of us think of as a a typical relaxing evening and look at some of the more subtle ways in which we can feel as though we're relaxing, but the parts of our brain that control sleep, remember these are the subconscious parts of our brain, our conscious brain, um, you know, feels like we're relaxing, but the parts of our brain that are looking for us to wind down and gear down in preparation for sleep are not quite getting the message. But I want to stress, I'm not saying that you shouldn't watch TV. I'm not saying that you should never eat in the evening. My typical evening does include sitting on the sofa watching TV. So this is where the typical tips about stop stopping the screens, stopping the blue light, they're too draconian, they're too black and white. No one wants to give up the things they enjoy. I don't want you to give up these things. But what I'm saying is overall you have to look at the more subtle aspects of this overall your evening should be about transition your evening should be be about allowing your mind and body to gear down and truly relax and reflect so the action steps I gave you are all around how can you look at your evening routine with fresh eyes and start to really think about is what you're doing actually relaxing for your mind and the parts of your brain looking for those signals that it's time to start preparing for sleep or or is it not? And if you need more help with doing this, I have a simple guide to creating an evening routine that does help you to get to sleep quicker and I'll leave the link for that in the show notes. All right, take care and have a great week. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.